0: Alright, this is Richie O, this is the Powerline Kids Podcast, and with me as always... Brian Black! And, um, yeah, I fucking... I've been absent. You did (laughs) one fucking last week. So let's get right the fuck into it. Uh, I haven't done one since before Christmas, so fucking... Happy, merry, belated fucking Christmas, which I fucking can't stand, and happy fucking New Year. Um, a little bit of news since, uh, last... I believe congratulations are in order, sir. Yes, um, I actually got engaged, Mr. Black. Or or uh, the fucking, did you order your coffin yet? Oh, no. <laughs> now, come on, you don't mean that. Come on, you married for how many weeks now? How many months? Um, let's see, two months. Two months, all right. So, look, like, I, I took the fucking step. I, I actually sat there. I did the whole fucking one knee thing. Mail right? Mail <laughs> You got her from Russia? <laughs> No, but seriously, me and Miss Smiles, um, you know, we decided that, you know, we had our rough patches and everything like that, but we decided and talked and, you know, we just, we think, we think think it's going to be the right fucking thing to do, so I did the whole thing where I got down on one fucking knee, and, uh, you know, I did the whole spiel, and I have to tell you... It didn't seem like it was, like, in the movies. Like, you know, like, I didn't hear any music, like, in the background. Angels didn't sing. The fucking heavens didn't open up. You know, like, fucking, like, it was just... No, seriously, like, it was, like, a situation, though. Excuse me, I need to take a sip. You didn't, uh... No, but, like, you know how, like, when people, like, tell you stories about, like, how they got engaged and everything like that? Like, when I fucking listen to those people, I literally sit there, I'm like, wow, like, that's... We've never talked about how I actually got engaged, so... Well, let's talk about it. So, I did... The whole one knee thing. And then, but it was weird. Like, after I did it, and she did the thing where she, like, you know, she shed the tears and everything like that. And then she just shook her head. She was just, like, in that sobbing fucking, like, voice. Like, yes, yes, I will. But then, like, I was down on one knee, and I put the ring on. And then it's just, like, we got up and just like went about alright let's go have dinner now like I know like seriously that's there was like I was just like I really thought there was gonna be like more to it now did
1: you do it in front of anybody like with, with like Graham? No, no no no, just, no
0: it was just me and her
1: where girl. did you do it in the house in the house Yeah. She so didn't go anywhere special well you cause the thing was I like run. I
0: did have something special planned um, I was gonna I was gonna do it in a couple of different spots but it was literally one of those things like where we talked and, and like, you could have brought
1: the tree one, like, this is the tree that if I'm going to hang myself, this is the tree I want to do it from, <laughs> so I'm going to
0: propose <laughs> to you here, so, because it's kind of like hanging yourself a little bit. But I, you know, I did it, and then, like I said, uh, it was just me and her, we had to fucking talk, and I don't know, something just clicked in my head, I was just like, ah, let's, let's see where this path goes, let me, let me give it a try, not give it a try, like, in that fucking way, like, I definitely wanted to propose to her, like, I'm not making it out to seem like a <laughs> mm. but um. But just in the way, like no, no strings attached this time. There's no kids on the way, no. No, there's okay. there's nothing, no. No, nothing, no hidden no surprises. No. But like I said, like it was just funny because She's not having like an alien baby or anything. But no, listen though. So she fucking she started walking in front of me, and like as I, like was following her into the fucking house. I was just sitting there. I'm like, wow, I just like proposed. I just literally got down on one knee. She fucking said yes. She's wearing the fucking goddamn ring on her fucking. Which, by the way, it's a very nice ring. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I know, I, I don't know. I don't know how else to fucking explain it. Like, I really thought, like, like when I propose, like, there might be like some like excitement. Like, remember, the rings are supposed to be like
1: it's uh, the rings. No, but rings like the more now are
0: a symbol. But like the movie thing, oh, like, yeah. I really thought it was going to be like the movies. Like like we'd get on the phone and like fucking tell everyone. Everyone's like, oh my God, congratulations, blah, 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 doing all this other crap. But it was just so like, it was a casual fuck. Like I even started thinking like, even if I did do it at like a fucking place, like because there were a couple places like where I do want to go take the pictures and like do like the whole reenactment fucking thing. It's a reenactment. You know, just to say that we fucking did it. But it was just weird because like then I started picturing like the places that I did want to bring her to do it. Like I was picturing just like what are we gonna do? Like be like he go to like some stranger and be like, listen. Now now is she the first girl you've ever been engaged to? Yes. Okay yes. yes. This is all this is all a new experience. Um but I'm I'm excited. Um, we actually went to go look at our fucking first venue um up in fucking Sparta. Uh you know the woman; she's a fifth-generation owner. It's uh, the the Perona Farms, whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know. A couple people that got married there, but that was another experience too because it seems so casual. Mm-hmm. It just seems so like we walked in, and it wasn't like I don't know. It's weird. Had had. How, how can I explain this? It's like we were walking into like a business meeting. Well, that's what it is. Like we walked in, the woman's just like, "All right, there's coffee and tea over there." Uh, It's like you're going to buy a car. Yeah, like just hold on, she'll be. Do you want to test drive it first? No, I don't want to test drive the fucking thing. But the thing was, is that this place, there's two sites. There's a old fashioned barn that, like, they modernized, and there's two floors and everything like that, like from like 19 fucking 14. And immediately though, immediately when we got the the suggestion to go look at this fucking place, I, I literally looked at Sarah and I was just like, I'm not getting married in a fucking barn. She's like, oh, but it, it's rustic. I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm like, there were fucking once animals that fucking lived in this fucking thing. Like, I don't care what the fuck they did. Like, I haven't seen, but keep in mind, I haven't seen anything right. yet. I just saw a couple pictures on the internet. But right away, I was just like, I'm not getting married in a fucking barn. Like, you got to be fucking crazy to think I'm getting married in a barn. So we go into this business meeting, walk in, tea, coffee, you know, there's fucking like candies or whatever. So the woman comes out and she's just like, oh, you know, you guys just got engaged, that whole spiel. Mm-hmm. And even then, like, I'm not getting, like, a good, like, vibe off her. It just feels like she just wants to show us the place and just be like, listen, if you don't want this fucking place, I got six other people fucking behind you. So let's just, let's speed this up a little bit. So whatever. So Sarah starts fucking talking to her about the fucking barn. I'm like, all right. So we walk outside, and she's like, we got to walk across the street to get to the barn. And I can fucking see it with the silo and everything like that. And what does it look like from the outside? It looks like a barn. It looks like a fucking barn. Was it red? Was it a red barn? No, it was it was all white. Okay. So she's like explaining like if you get married like on site like you could get the ceremony right outside the fucking barn and you know you could have it facing the barn or facing the fucking woods you know wherever. And I'm just going, I just need to see this fucking barn. I want to see this fucking because we saw all the pictures inside. Right. So it's just like all right, we <laughs> at, we walked in and there's two floors, and I have to tell you when I walked in I was just like, ah, eh, this isn't is that bad it's not that bad. Like, I walked in, and, and, now (laughs) keep the asshole thing? Now, where were the stalls at for the animals? (laughs) Mm -hmm. I didn't even have to say that because Sarah took care of that on the walk to the barn. Like, as we were, she's just like, yeah, he has this thing where he's just like, there were fucking animals in it. Now, keep in mind though, I did not know that her, this woman, her Mm -hmm. family owned the fucking, like, I thought she was just like a worker there. Like, she was just, that was her day to work, and she's just showing the tour and explaining shit. When we were walking out, and she was just like, actually, I'm fifth generation, like, my fucking, this has been in the family for God knows how fucking long. Um, butt said her and I immediately, I felt like an asshole. I'm just like, ah, oh, that means, like, her great-great-grandfather was the one pulling the fucking horses in and the cows. And so we walk in, and I literally looked at her, because I knew she was waiting for my fucking reaction, because Sarah literally said, yeah, he doesn't want to get married in the barn. <laughs> So when she was just like, Look, see like the TVs and the lights and mm-hmm. it's more modern, but it's also a rustic thing, she looked right at me and I just go, It's not it's not what I expected. She's like, No, right? And then you could do this and do that and do that. And I was just and like if you want, we could have a cow and a couple of pigs over there. So wait, so this is the cocktail area, mm-hmm. like where everyone's gonna be. She's explaining the seating. Everything like that. And uh, And she's like, All right, but the where the dinner and everything that's all upstairs so she's like all right well we could take the elevator she's like but we're moving the elevator to the other side of the room so it's easier for the guests and everything like that so i'm like great broken fucking elevator that's the first thing that i didn't say it out loud but when she was like we're moving this elevator to over here they're gonna rebuild that and i was just like all right broken elevator so that's a problem now, keep in mind. No, it could have just been they want to make it nicer. Mm-hmm. But me, my asshole fucking way of thinking, broken fucking elevator. People are going to be fucking dying to their deaths at my fucking wedding. <clears throat> hey, it's only twenty foot drop. You're good. So we walk up the stairs, and I actually have to say I was impressed. I was fucking impressed. It actually looked really, really fucking cool. Like it, I don't know, just the way that they did it, and they had the lights, like with the like the drapery, whatever the fuck you call it. Yeah. And then, like they had like the stage area with like the dance floor, and I was just like, you know, what? I could kind of fucking see this. Once again, she looked at me and she goes, "It's nice, right?" Like completely like ignoring like. <laughs> well, what's because
1: Sa- she just she pretty much I, Sa- was trying to sell you on. Yeah.
0: So Sarah's sitting there. She's like, "Can we bring this? Can we bring that on our own or whatever?" And the woman's just looking at me. She's like, "Yeah." And the TV, if you have the USB thing, you could put it in here. Yeah. Everything's it's rustic and it's modern. I'm like, all right, you sold me. I'm like, it looks fucking nice. I'm like, I think I like it. I think I wouldn't mind getting married in this particular barn. She's like, Well, we have a reserve. And I found out what a reserve is when there's a big place, they have a, their main room and then they have like the smaller or like yes. the same size or whatever the fuck. It's just like a different view mm-hmm. of the place. So we go, and she's just like, All right, I'll take you to the reserve. Um, what the fuck? Crap. Okay. <clears throat> oh, hold on. I just there we go. So anyway, we go back um, across the street, and she's like, "All right, so this reserve, she's like, it's more definitely more modern. Okay. She's like, yeah. it's definitely it's like a hall. Mm-hmm. She's like, but it still has the rustic like wooden beams or whatever from like the old yeah, thing. which is I mean
1: that's what a lot of places now they're trying to do that. You have places that are super ultra modern, like when my cousin got married, um, they had theirs at. They got married overseas. They got married Ooh. beforehand because he was in the military. So they got married in Italy real quick. They did a little Oh, nice. And then came back and did the actual full-blown with the pastor and in the Ramada Inn in Tom's River. And that was like a fucking party. <laughs> I mean, it was small wedding area, but there you walk into the banquet area and it was literally like, Where the fuck did all these people come from? (laughs) Because there was people, and I was in the wedding party, so we didn't see all the people who weren't going for the ceremony, we just saw all of us fucking knuckleheads doing, getting dressed, getting pictures, getting dragged here, getting dragged there, go to the ceremony, do all the ceremony stuff, then go back to the fucking holding, which we call the, the holding area, the... The room that was where the groomsmen were in the beginning.
0: Which I did learn about that too, that
1: we have to have a room like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that was, uh, but then we walked in the banquet hall and it was like, I mean, they had fucking everything. The lights were fucking different. They had uh, buffet fucking style food if you wanted it, Um, fucking open bar. It, It was fucking great. But again, in my eyes, that was fucking way too big. That's why I like the way
0: kind of we did it. I wish we would have eloped this <laughs> Mrs. Black, but... <clears throat> uh, well, you did pretty fucking good, though. That, Like I said, we've talked about it before. That, that, that yeah. was a good fucking wedding. But, um, so, I ended up going into the reserve, and she was like, okay, so this holds, it's for the cocktail here. It was actually pretty fucking nice, and especially the way she explained it holds up to, like, 200 fucking people. Mm-hmm. And then we went to like, the main room... And there was, like, the modern fireplace, like, in the fucking wall. Well, it's going to be... We're going to we're gonna fucking have, like, you know... There's going to be, like, 500 people there, so...
1: <laughs>
0: Wait, so... We're walking through, and now I'm not really liking the reserve, because now I have the barn fucking thing in my head. Because it was actually, like, kind of, like... The barn, like it, it, was lit, but it was kind of still like dark and like, like dim.
1: It was that yeah. nice, like subtle, and this was ambient all ambient
0: atmosphere. But it also, and then the reserve, like you walk out the doors, it had the outside patio with the fucking heaters mm-hmm. and everything like that in case it's cold. And then the like, little area where you would get married and everything. Oh, and then she just drops this like ball, which she just said it so casually. The area in the reserve, like where the fuck, like we would get married. It was huge. It was at, it was open. It was yeah. outside. It was open. She's just like, yeah. She's like, next month we're getting a retractable roof to fucking go over this, and I'm just like, like, it, it, bright. If you fucking saw how big this area was, this isn't just like an awning that. Comes yeah, we're out. putting
1: a stadium I'm retractable telling, roof in, dude. Because we're gonna start having like I don't know, fucking miniature golf tournaments in in the off season, dude. I'm fucking telling you, like, Sarah, well, wedding things, and that's the big thing about weddings, and this is what, like we realized when we were getting married and when we were talking about it but you have to realize me and Mrs. Black this she wasn't going to be the first Mrs. Black she was the second person i was engaged to and the first person i was engaged to wanted. and mrs much. black knows about it she well, knows me well, yeah, okay, she knows about i right, just want to make sure that you're she not knows disclosing about the horrible bitch i used to fuck fucking it, deal with <laughs> um <laughs>
0: like she's going to listen to the podcast no, and be she, like
1: excuse me yeah, she, hun, no. No, she, when we met, I was actually engaged me and Mrs. Black first uh, became friends. Oh, look at you. Um, but yeah, so no, but she wanted that, that girl wanted the fucking she wanted everything. And I had stipulations like I want it. I like the place where my parents got married because it was um, <clears throat> it was very elegant, but it was nice. She was all fucking. Oh, well, we got to have this because my family's this and that. I'm like, well, your family's paying for it. I don't give a fuck what we do. <laughs> but I want to say in the venue and that was my big thing. So, but this was it's a fucking it's a big money maker for people and that's what a lot of people I don't think realize and that's why like a lot of people do the they go away, they get married, they come back and then have the party. Like that was the original idea we had. But again, she is the oldest in her family and it's only fitting that, you know, we do the way she wanted it done a little bit. Um, but again, you have to cater to the bride. Like, everybody was saying to me, well, it's about the bride. It's the bride's day. It's like, go fuck the bride. I don't fucking care. I want some well, input too.
0: Wait that, wait, that was the other fucking funny part, though, is because Sarah was sitting there, I could tell she was, like, excited, like, about certain things that the woman was mm-hmm. saying, but the woman just kept looking at me, just being like, do you like it? Yeah, because she's trying things? to sell
1: you, because she knows,
0: like, not only does she, she goes, you could sell
1: a bride on anything, almost. And I've seen it because, of course, I've, I've sat, we've sat and watched those Bridezilla shows and laughed no about shit. them. Oh, my God, they're hilarious.
0: <laughs> Mr. We Black watched, watching Bridezilla. We watched oh, one show. Oh, that's a terrible dress.
1: Oh, no, it wasn't that. We actually, because it was when we were first talking about getting married, her <coughs> mom was watching them. So we went over and her mom was watching one of the shows and they were at the venues. And the girl that was getting married, she literally was nitpicking every little fucking detail. And the guy's like this, like pretty much he's got his hands folded, sitting there going, can we just fucking pick a venue? (laughs) And then of course they cut to the interview with him and he's like, when he's by himself, he goes, yeah. He goes, this is the 37th place we've looked at. (coughs) He goes, we've (coughs) driven probably to like 17 places in the last two days. He goes, and we have another appointment after this about 30 minutes away. And I was like, dude, at that point, I'd be like, listen, bitch. Either you fucking get, up, get on with this shit or we're fucking... We're just going. We're going to Vegas. We're getting married. We're going to Hawaii. We're getting married. That's it. But well, weddings
0: are big business. And and so I'm sitting there, all right? And as she, I literally did the thing. Like, she was just like, yeah, and we're putting in the retractable fucking roof. I immediately... I, now, I went into... This mode, where I was just like, I'm sorry, what did you say? You're gonna put in a fucking retractable fucking like ceiling? Like, what are you fucking out of your mind? You know how big that's gonna. Completely disregarding like the whole marriage thing. Now, Mm -hmm. now I'm just focused on. Now I'm looking at, like, the building, like, where they're going to place it. Like, I'm like, oh, I don't think they could put it there because that, uh, there's not going to be enough. Like, they'd have to really fucking do a lot of work to fucking do this. And then she was just like, yeah. And we're also putting in another retractable roof on the other side. I'm like, now you're fucking doing two roofs? I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, this family, family owned, mm-hmm. these guys are fucking loaded. Oh, they're yeah. well, definitely because fucking. That's,
1: they're trying to utilize their space where they can get the most bang f- for what they're charging people. And giving people the options because a lot of people do want to get married
0: outside, and I could definitely see it. it was very fucking nice. So pretty much the end of that whole experience was we now we do the thing where we go back to the office. Now the business meeting comes right. Up. So we go in, we sit down, and she gives us all the paperwork and everything like that, pricing, picking out a date, and all this other crap. And we're aiming for I wanted September, but it's like between September and December. Uh, oh, and uh, by the way, I have to apologize. I'm fucking sick, I'm fucking doing this right now. So if I sound like shit, just give me a break. I might cough once or twice, maybe blow like a hot <laughs> rocket on the mm. ground. Got got a little bit of phlegm. Um, but that's I, the other reason why we haven't recorded. And <laughs> oh yes, I've been fucking sick. I got the yeah. fucking get the plague. God fucking black plague. But so we sit down, and immediately, and I love this is that. She starts once again, now she's looking at me, and she starts sliding me the paperwork. Like, okay, (laughs) so this is with how many guests. Like, it's like a fucking black fucking market deal. Like, here's the... She hands me the pen. She's like, here, if you want to start writing shit down. I'm like, all right. I didn't know I was coming in to take notes, but here we go. So she starts explaining about the guests and the pricing, how much. But the fucking menu, I got it out in the fucking car. I got to fucking show you later. Oh, my God, the fucking food that they're going to serve. Like, I, I would go to this wedding... Yeah. Like, even if I didn't know me. You have places, I mean,
1: you have places that will do everything. And everything's oh, included. Yeah. And everything's then you have places included. where, like, another example, I have another cousin who's getting married this year. Um, and the venue they're getting married at him and his fiance. It's, like, just for the venue, it's, like, $30,000. That's with nothing included.
0: That's fucking insane. See, so, like, I learned a lot sitting down in this yeah. business meeting. Because not only did she tell me, like, what they charge and, like... But she actually brought up, and I actually did get a chance. It was only for, like, fucking two minutes. But I did look it up because... You know how, like, when someone's... Uh, like you said before, when mm-hmm. someone's trying to sell you a car, it's be like, oh, this place will overcharge you with that. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. No, I looked up. This, this girl, fifth generation... She was so fucking hardcore. Like knew everything she was fucking talking mm-hmm. about. Like I loved this fucking woman. Yeah, it's like, the, the places like that where they know. Like they're pretty much. It's just like if you're if you don't want to get married here, don't yeah. fucking get married here. I'll fucking tell you about the other places mm-hmm. if you don't want to get married here. I got once again, like I said before, I got six other fucking couples coming in after you, and they'll four of them will probably want to get married. Right. So. You fucking sitting here being like, uh, eh, maybe I'll go look at someplace else. Doesn't really, but it's like a fucking flea on her fucking shoulder. Yeah. Just flick off.
1: Because so, she can get somebody who's going to get a prime. Oh date, yeah. Like in the summertime, because a lot of people who get married in the summer, that's when you start paying a lot of. Oh yeah. Oh, she bucks. told me that yeah. she told us, and I was and I'm learning spring to spring to like the beginning the beginning to middle of October. That's prime wedding time. Like that is. When a lot of people like to get married. But that's when you pay buku bucks for a lot of this stuff. Because I found out, like, my cousin's wedding. They're... I don't know if... I don't remember if they're getting married in the summer or not. I think they're getting married in the wintertime. Um, But he was, like, saying how if they got married a couple months earlier, it would be, like, 50 grand just for the place. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like... Dude, you just bought a house, and now you're fucking, it's like, that's great, but you have so many opportunities and places you could go other than that. But hey, listen, if that's what his wife wants, or his
0: future wife wants, and he wants to make her happy, that's fine. Well, so we're sitting there, and speaking of that, like she was just like... uh she was just like bringing up, and then all of a sudden, uh, Sarah was just like, and this is like the fucking turning point. Now Sarah was all about the fucking barn. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get married in the barn. I fucking looked at the barn and was like, this place isn't that fucking bad. All of a sudden, we're sitting there, and she was just like, I kind of like the reserve room. She was just like, I'm just like, you fucking kidding? I'm like, I fucking I, just admit I like the barn now. <laughs> I fucking like the barn. Like obviously, I didn't say that in front of the woman. Yeah. But I was just like, all right, so the barn's out. And she was just like, oh, well, I kind of like the idea the outside patio and then the cocktail room and everything like that with the different stations. So I was like, all right, I'm like, I guess the fucking barn's out. So now the woman's starting to fucking explain, like, the reserve room and, like, what mm-hmm. we can do there and the guests and everything like that. Yeah, because everything holds different capacities, different numbers, so they charge different Oh, things. it was so fucking nice, though. And the yeah. way she said that, like, it could be set up, I was just like, <clears throat> I'm like, I could actually, I could see that. Like, it was very, very nice. only problem was it's fucking, it's in Sparta. Yeah. Or Andover or whatever, Sparta. Literally, wait, this is the cool part. Where the farm is is Andover. When you cross the, the, street. the street, that's Sparta. So it's like two fucking different fucking cities. This is Sparta. So, whatever. So we're going through everything, and um, I don't know. Towards like the end, I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm actually fucking doing this. We actually just looked at our fucking first venue, everything like that, and we're walking. Yeah, bridal shows coming up soon too. So, when she dragging into one. <laughs> <laughs> so we're
1: walking back to the car. What are you doing? I'm going to the fucking Ramada. Why? Going to a fucking bridal show. After about three of them, you're gonna be like, "It's the same fucking people I saw at the last two fucking ones," and then fucking the only oh well the new there's a fucking belly dancer that this company offers that's different than fucking this shit. I'm like,
0: well, we did get a printout of all their affiliates and like everything right, yeah. that they go through and everything. Which once again, this woman was fucking on fucking tune, like. Everything that she was saying, like it was one of those situations where I was dealing with someone that knew what they were fucking doing. I was had a question in my head, and she literally answered it before like I asked. It. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, "All right, what about this?" And then she was just like, "Oh, and if you're wondering about that," I was just like, "Okay." And then she was just like, "Oh, and this, and this, and this, and blah blah blah." I was just like, "Fuck," she answered. I seem like an asshole right now because then at the end she did like the teacher thing or whatever, like the business meeting. Okay, do you have any and questions? questions? And I was yeah. just like, "Nah."
1: No, and that's people who know their job like that.
0: Oh my God, she you know. was fucking right there. Like I literally just got up with like the folder. I was just like, I guess we leave now. I'm like, I don't have any questions until this is what I loved about it. We get into the car. Now we start driving. We get halfway down the road, and what does Miss Smiles do? She looks at me and she goes, "So you really like the barn?" And I was just like, "Yeah." She's like. Well, this and that. And I'm just like, well, how much are they going to charge for that? Then we ended up calling this broad. Mm-hmm. We just left her. Ended up calling her two or three fucking times. Being like, okay, about the barn. Can we do this and can we do that? And she was nice enough that she was just like, oh, yeah, no, th- th- that, the price will stay the same. I'll give you a discount for this and pots that are fucking awesome fucking lady. Yeah. So that was our fucking first venue. There's definitely more that I fucking want to look at. I have at least six off the fucking top of my head. Um, but the only problem is, is a lot of them are up north, because down here, I mean, there are fucking places, but I don't know. Well, the problem is, is
1: too, you're not used to the area. Very true. Still. Because you've pretty much confined yourself to, you know, I've, since we started hanging out, I've gotten you out more. I know. But like I said, there's places around here, like, Belmar alone, Belmar has six places to get married. The Boathouse. The Barkley, the Boathouse, there's, um... There's, like, two other places next to the Barclay, which is the Barclay's fucking... You want to talk about a place that's, like, they have two floors. One, like, they're downstairs. And this is what I learned because I was talking to the the person there when we went, me and my one uh, my ex went. And I was talking to a lady, and I said... She showed us both. She was like, oh, your parents got married here. She goes, they were, what, upstairs? I said, yeah, we only had... And my parents had, like, 150 people at their wedding. We literally... The minimum to get into, to have the whole building was 225 people. And basically what it is is the upstairs would be the bar area, the cocktail area where you do the ceremony. The
0: downstairs is specifically seated dining. Oh, and that's the other thing too. That's what I really wanted to fucking like when the broad was fucking talking to us. And she was just like, this is like family, it's a family served like dinner. So like waiters come over mm-hmm. and they ask you what you want and right. everything like that. Mm. I don't know. I went to Nikki's. Like you, you guys did. We did buffet
1: The stuff. buffet so. That's what mm-hmm. I wanted. Well, no, which we could have had because, no, I had, now you know I had a wedding planner. She mm-hmm. was there. She was actually, not only was she the planner, she was actually
0: serving and yeah. helping too. Which was a bit. I did like that. Like yeah. how they called up the table so that way it wasn't fucking like crowded and everything like that. But the setting that this place was in, like, you couldn't... There was no place, like, set up, like, anything like that. Right. So she was just like, it's... Oh, and they do, like, the family style. Like, they'll put out, like, the vegetables, like, mm-hmm. and everyone does, like, all yeah. that fucking shit. So I, I did like that. So anyway, we looked at and we were on our way home. And, um, you know, we were doing the thing. We were sitting in the car, just... Miss fucking looked at me, and she was just like, can you fucking believe, you know, we looked at our first venue and everything like that. So we talked about that. And um, I ended up bringing her to uh, the Willowbrook Mall to get fucking something to eat. I haven't been there in fucking, like, two years. Oh, God. Yeah. I've been there in fucking probably about at least ten. Oh, my God. I fucking walked in, and I immediately was just like, why the fuck did I stop here? Like, we fucking passed, like, fucking 30 <laughs> fucking places. Why the fuck did we come in here? But anyway, we went in, got something to eat, and then, uh, you know, we just sat there. We were just fucking talking, like... And it was just... It struck me. Like, I'm actually sitting here fucking talking about this. Like, I'm mm-hmm. actually... In less than a year or a year, you know, Miss uh, Miss Sarah Smiles is going to have my last name and everything like that. Miss, Miss O. Mrs. O. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so on that note, um, that's the exciting fucking news. Well, we do have more news. Oh, no, me, well, the, well, that... <clears throat> but... It's also been the planning and me being fucking sick. That's why I've been yeah. so fucking absent. But, and, uh,
1: and the other thing, too, is uh, which we've... Uh, this is our, actually our last broadcast from the old area. Yeah. We actually are moving to
0: uh, pretty much a more comfortable and we, heated environment. You know what I really want? I really want one of the... Uh, I want to rent out a fucking space, too. Mm. We need to fucking... Uh, this needs to be like a company. Yeah. We need to power my kid's company. <laughs>
1: But yeah, we're moving into uh, we're moving into a studio. We're gonna actually have a st- our own studio. Uh, we are going to have um, start slow, so we're going to move starting this Sunday over
0: to our new facilities with some new equipment. <laughs> and um, we will be doing fucking solo ones during the week because Mister Black is gonna be. Uh... I got a new job, so I start <laughs> February third. Um,
1: so once February third rolls around during the week, we're going to be doing uh, solo podcasts because unfortunately I'm going to be working the second shift and
0: I won't get off till eleven thirty. What do night. you think that? Have you ever done shifts like that before? Yeah, you've yeah. done like late shifts mm-hmm. and everything like that. I've never actually. I did. I think one job I had when I was younger, when I was like seventeen, eighteen years old, I did do. Late shifts, I couldn't fucking stand it. When I worked... I could not fucking stand it. When I worked for FedEx,
1: when I was like... When I turned 21 and I I had my first, like, job with a big company. Not like the stupid retail jobs. Yeah, you're working for a big company, but it's a fucking retail store. I don't knock people who are in retail. I actually have respect for you guys because... And the reason why is I ran a retail store for five years. And here's why I have respect. Because the people that come in, the customers who come in, Are a lot of them are fucking nice. You get those customers that are regulars, that come in once a week or once a month, depending on what your business is. But you have those customers who come in and they're the annoying fucking customer where they literally, all they do is come in to bitch and complain about whatever you're fucking selling. And that's the people you gotta deal with. So I understand when people have a fucking attitude at the register, Because they've been dealing with these fucking miserable motherfuckers for seven hours of their shift. And then you walk in and you're like the fucking upbeat one. You're trying to get in and out. And, you know, you you get to burn a lot of their shit. So nothing wrong with working retail. But
0: But the fucking fucking hours, though. Hours. What I fucking couldn't stand, all right? Yeah, especially, actually, when I was in the hospital. And I only did that for like six months. And I wasn't even getting paid. I volunteered. So I fucking went in. Only- well, like I said, like I started to say, I worked for FedEx,
1: and I worked for them. I was on their late shift. I was on their What three, times were that, to? Three to fucking one in the morning. Holy shit. So I would come in at three o'clock, punch in, go do a, a, quick, a quick, what it was called. It was called a swing route. I would go. I was an overflow driver. So I would pick up all the shit that the regular, on this one route, that the other two drivers couldn't fit in their vehicles that
0: day. Oh, okay. And then I had two Look stops. Look at this, we're learning some FedEx lingo. Yeah, and you know? then I had two stops
1: that were just pretty much uh, drop stops, which were, they had a trailer there that the guys loaded their shit into, and these were like, one of the companies that, um, they're no longer there, was they were actually a subcontractor for Dell, Samsung, and RCA. Let me ask you a question really quick. Yeah.
0: Did you ever get shit off that like, the fell off the back of the truck working there? No? Uh, nothing,
1: nothing falls off the back of the nothing truck? Nothing fell off the back of FedEx because everything's monitored. Oh. Um, Goddamn mm, modern I've, age. I've gotten shit off the back of a truck before, but, you know, I got a couple of jerseys that way. That shit doesn't fucking um, work at FedEx. No. Uh, there's people. We had one kid who fucking got caught. He got pinch stealing. He wouldn't have got caught. He stole a fucking cop's gun. What? The cops send their guns in to get fixed. No shit. Yeah, but Are, you, his, are we allowed to be talking about that? Yeah. it's fuck, This case <clears throat> is fucking closed. It's been closed for, like, probably 15 years now. Also, well, tell me more
0: about cops so, sending in their fucking
1: <clears throat> firearms. Well, the guy was sending it in to get it fixed. <clears throat> the kid that did the pickup route, where this guy fucking... Um, he, where he got pinched, basically, was he stole, thinking that because it's a... It's a case. It's a fucking, you know, yeah. it's a mail-away case. It's sealed. It's locked. Um, His route, he also had two jewelry stores. Oh, uh, okay. I, so I, I he thought where, when he picked this up this case, there was, was fucking, fucking jewelry, yeah. diamonds inside. So he'd been stealing. He'd been under, actually, he'd been being watched because some of his shit went missing. Hmm. And when they pinched him, it was all because of the gun. And basically what he was really stupid because he was fucking, he was living in an apartment behind him was a dumpster. He was bringing this shit home. Tell me he was throwing, and the throwing the it in boxes. the dumpster. Oh my God. He was throwing the empty boxes from his fucking, the shit he lifted. In the fucking dumpster behind his fucking apartment. Like, right out the window, basically.
0: <laughs> oh, my fucking God. That's like so, cutting up the body and keeping it in your fucking freezer, and they, you <laughs> fucking moron. Oh, can so I can it, I just yeah. get a Coke out of the fridge? Yeah. Did you realize there's still a severed arm in there?
1: Oh, there was a bunch of shit we, I dealt with when I worked at FedEx. It was a guy up at the airport who stabbed his girlfriend in the car. They were work, both worked for FedEx. <laughs> stabbed the shit out of her in the car. That's what
0: happens when you work with your significant other.
1: Stabbed her in the car. Left her body in there went to work <laughs> went to go work and somebody else came in and reported it that there was a person in the car non-responsive
0: she's fucking taking a nap
1: <clears throat> so yeah and then there was sea see blood but she looks comfortable there was a drug bus too when i was there where they were it was a nationwide bus they started in florida and basically busted guys in florida at the hub and in Newark at the hub where there was boxes with a certain marking on them, like a a big black X on the box. And the guys were taking the boxes, cutting them open, taking the drugs out, and, you know, sealing the boxes back up and putting them uh, back on the belt. But, uh, yeah, so those are the two interesting, well, three interesting things that happened when I worked for FedEx, which was fucking hilarious, which caused me to leave because I was just, like, fucking... I was pissed because that kid who got pinched, he was... a hired off the street as a courier and I was putting in, I was trying to get in that fucking the route he was on and um because they hired him and they were like, Oh, they've tried to do this bullshit of, Oh, well we hired this, these new couriers and we don't have a position for you. And we hired guys that are going to get moved from uh our facility to another facility because they redid the routes. And I was like, yeah, and the motherfucker you guys hired gets fucking pinched steel and I'm like, I ain't ever fucking stole anything, you fucking assholes. So but um no, so yeah, we're moving to a new facility. Um my hours are gonna be a little fucked up. I'm gonna be working the second shift. So I won't get out till like eleven thirty at night. Which I'm fine with. Because I still have pretty much like the fucking all
0: day and so no, the weekends. Like, but see like in that fucking situation though like when you get home this is what I want to know because with me like when I was at the hospital and I had to do like fucking like the late fucking shit which by the way the only craziest thing I ever saw because it was a hospital so it was just like people coming in fucking I'm sick fucking people that just wanted drugs and like everything like that and, oh, you never the severed arms and shit but I did I did get to witness Doc, can you tell me if this is bad Mom's hanging out by a thread I did get to witness uh, a guy coming in Um, his girlfriend had cut off his one testicle.
1: Oh, yeah, you you told me about that. Yeah,
0: cut off his one testicle, came in with it, I believe in, like, a baggie or something like that. I was in the back, so they came in, and the best part was is the girlfriend fucking brought him there. The fucking girlfriend that cut (laughs) off the testicle, and not only... I caught you with this bitch, I cut your nut off, I'm gonna drive you to the hospital because I love you. But not only that, like, from what I understand, because, like, I wasn't in the room, like, obviously, with a couple of color... Uh, I I think so. Like I don't really like I, I don't know if I like I could talk about that because I did have to like sign like the HIPAA yeah. fucking things. I could definitely fucking tell you though that from what I heard, from what I heard actually that happened in the fucking emergency room was that the girl not only did she cut off this guy's ball, but was literally yelling at him, <laughs> saying it was his fault that she cut it off. Like, yelling at him. If you were never with that bitch, I never would have cut that off. And then the best part was, is like, when they were just like, no, you fucking idiot broad. Like, you're going to get arrested for this. And she's still sitting there. And finally, I think when it kicked in, I was talking to one security guard. He was just like, yeah, he's like, we were pretty much telling her, like, you're going to get arrested. Like, even though the guy was sitting there being like, no, 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 no. He didn't want to press charges. That was, (laughs) isn't that love? You get a fucking nut cut off. It's just like, I don't want to press charges on that. Now, th- keep in mind, this is all from what I heard from the security guard. Yeah. He's pretty much telling this fucking girl, like, no, like, you need to calm down. Like, you may be yelling at him, and he may be saying, I don't want to press charges. You're still going to fucking jail. Like, this is assault and fucking whatever the fuck. Yeah. So they're trying to explain it to her, and I think it clicked in. And I remember him saying, like, all of a sudden, she just went quiet and was just like, I'm just going to go. Are you going to be, like, are you going to be all right? And he was just like, yeah, you know, they're going to reattach or whatever the fuck happened. And supposedly, she went outside. Now, in this situation, I'm thinking she's going to go outside, go get in her car and get the fuck out of there. No, she went outside. And from what I heard, the security guards followed her out because they weren't going to let her leave. She went and got on her phone, called up her mother, and fucking was bitching to the mother, being like, yeah, I cut it off. I cut it off and smoked a fucking cigarette outside the fucking place until the fucking cops came and all she did was just be like, hey, ain't pressing charges on me. And they were just like, that's not how the shit works. Yeah, This is not how... Th- he could fucking sit there and be like, we're not pressing... Tra- He's not pressing charges. You still, like, cut off, like, part of a man's, like, fucking body part. Like, you're going to jail, you dumb asshole. And supposedly she was screaming up until the point that they put her in the fucking cop car. And then that she did the thing where I guess she realized she was, like, all fucking She's in fucked. trouble. But th- I just... I love that fucking story because... He was just like, yeah, he's like, the curtain was pulled and she was literally had her had her finger in his face while he's on the bed bleeding out from the fucking testicle bank. And fucking still yelling at him saying it was his fault. Like, it's his fault that she cut off his nut. I fucking love that. The bull the balls on her the balls on her, <laughs> her. excuse the pun the <laughs> fucking balls on her to be sitting now who had in. the
1: testicle in the bag him or her. him
0: he, oh. he carried it he in. carried it in from what I fucking understand he, he put it he wrapped in something and then poured something like in it I don't know whatever the fuck it is they were doing I, cause meanwhile don't forget I'm still trying to do my job so like I'm going upstairs or up to like the third or fourth floor and then running back down and just being like alright so, so what going, going happen? what's going on <laughs> Oh no, he's still in surgery, or it's still. But he's okay. Blah blah blah. And then I'd run back up and run back down. Oh, she's outside now, fucking yelling at her mother, fucking saying he deserved it. And I even like imagine that though. Like, I want to know what the mother said. Like, if the mother's sitting there just being like, "Calm down, honey. Calm down. What did you do? The police I, are coming." Okay, just, I just just, just I cut it, I cut it off. What do you mean you cut it off? What did you cut off, honey? Where are you right now? I'm at the hospital. You drove him to the hospital. You're going to jail, honey. You should hang up the phone and fucking do. To- like, I just want. Like, was some- Call a lawyer. Or maybe the mother was sitting there and, like, she knew all their history and just been like, yeah, he fucking deserved Deserve that it, shit. Yeah, yeah I would have done the same thing to your father. I would have done the same fucking thing if to I your If I knew where the fuck he was. <laughs> But I just that was the most interesting thing. Like it was just one fucking thing. I didn't Tyrone! Even, Tyrone, where the fuck you at? I didn't even get to fucking like see it. It was literally and once again, it's just from what the security guard was fucking telling me. I don't even want to fucking say his name because I actually think he listens to this. I yeah. think he still does. He was he actually became a good friend. But um just getting back to it, like that's that was my late night. Yeah. Like that was like the coolest thing I think I can say. Like that's my coolest story. Other than that, it was just you know what it was? It was just people coming in being like, "I got a headache. Can you give me fucking like oxycodone, you know, like something like that?" Just be like, "No, fucking go home. Like and take a Tylenol." Just like, "No, but you don't understand. Like I can't see out of the left eye. Like then go to an optometrist tomorrow. Like yeah. we're not just fucking handing out fucking." Pills. I didn't even realize how many people come in and try to yeah. get fucking pills until I actually went through that whole. Oh, experience. Yeah, we we the bunch of oh, it was got, fucking um like the whole opioid thing, like with the mm-hmm. president fucking getting rid of that, like. This was years ago. This was, what, like, more than ten years ago when I started to see like, it. And I was actually sitting there going, I can't fucking believe people, like, come in. Like, they'll bust up their own fucking oh, yeah. body. Like, hit them. The, I know the one guy came in, or the one kid actually came in one time. They found out he fucking hit himself in his fucking hand repeatedly with a fucking hammer. Yeah. Just to Just fucking... To get
1: fucking his fix.
0: Unfucking yeah. believable Like, not
1: only... It was a girl when I was in the ER... I remember I went in there um, at one time. So I'm sitting in the ER and the fucking girl, there's a girl, literally two stretchers away from me that they brought her in. And I'm listening. As I'm sitting there, I was like across from the nurse's desk because they were keeping an eye on me to make sure I was like, all right. And because I was having uh, heart problems. And they bring this girl in and she fucking, I mean, she looked like there's nothing wrong with her. So when they, you know, they got her strapped. I'm like, why the fuck is she strapped down? Then I realized not only is she strapped down, she's fucking handcuffed. To oh yeah, I stretcher that
0: too. And I I'm like, what before. the fuck?
1: It why what the fuck is going on? So I'm like listening to the conversation between the nurse and the two fucking EMTs that brought her in. And they're like, listen, don't give her Any fucking pain medication. And they're like, well, why not? They're like, listen, she's a fucking, she's a fucking, I think she was on Ox, she was on, took 15 Oxys when they got to her. Jesus fucking Christ. And they said, don't fuck, she's just go in there and she's got her arms cut up. That's why she's fucking handcuffed. She had fucking, supposedly they dressed her, but she had a jacket over. Her arm, when they told took her jacket off of her, because she was just holding it over her arm was cut. She had cuts from her fucking shoulder down to, like, the middle of her forearm. And I'm like,
0: seriously? You're doing that just specifically to get fucking attention? Dude, and you know what? It's fucking insane. I saw the same fucking thing, all right? Similar fucking story. But the only thing, I'm going to come out like an asshole in this story because I actually said something to the fucking nurse. Because what do they make you do when you go to the hospital? You have to fucking put on that goddamn fucking dress. Mm-hmm. I fucking can't stand that fucking gown fucking thing I always just fucking say listen I'll just take off my t-shirt when I have to go in for like an x-ray or fucking I'll just do that like there's no fucking point so anyway I'm in the hospital it was like fucking four hours I'm just sitting there watching TV. now I had one of the biggest fucking like rooms I guess mm-hmm. I was in there by myself and what pissed me off this is how I'm gonna come off like an asshole because I think this person really did need fucking help like they were really fucked up but he came in with the police escort he was handcuffed to the fucking bed and the only thing was, they only had a <laughs> small little fucking room with a curtain. But the thing I heard the cop saying, now, this was, once again, like you just said, it was three or four down. Yeah. And I can hear the cop talking on the walkie out and just being like, yeah, he's trying to get out of the handcuffs, he's a flailer, and blah, blah, blah. This is what I got pissed off about, is the fact that I actually was comfortable and I had the fucking, they were doing the IV thing, like, in my fucking arm with yeah. the liquid to saline and everything like that. I was actually pretty comfortable. I stopped being pissed off that I was there for four hours. There was something on the TV I was fucking watching. A nurse came in with the fucking cop, and he's looking around my fucking room. He's, like, just checking shit out, and the nurse is like, we have to move you. I was like, what? She's like, we got to move you. I'm like, now, keep in mind, I'm comfortable. I'm Mm -hmm. fucking comfortable. I'm like, why? What's going on? I'm like, am I going to get to leave? Like, what the fuck? She's like, "Um, well, they have someone in custody they need a bigger room because he's flailing his legs and he's kicking over the shit in his room. Yeah. And I literally sat there. I'm like, this motherfucker is going to come into my fucking hospital room and fucking take my fucking space. Like, and there was no, I knew there was no TV in that fucking corner room. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, I'm going to have to fucking sit here with no TV. So they fucking, the cop comes in and then he's like, yeah, it's okay to move him out and everything. So I see this fucking guy. He looks all fucked up. He's all bloodied. He has like one slipper on. <sighs> And fucking like a sock with like the toes like cut out. He's just all fucked up. Now instead of me sitting there and just being like... Now they're reeling me, my bed, past him. So I see him in the fucking handcuffs. He's fucking trying to fucking get out. And all I kept fucking thinking was, you fucking son of a bitch. I was fucking comfortable in that fucking room. And because you got to be a fucking asshole and fucking want to get drugs and do all this fucking other shit. I'm like now... And then I, as I'm thinking this, they pull me into this fucking little room. It was fucking, you could smell him, like, yeah. still, like, in the room. I swear to God, it was the worst fucking hospital experience I ever fucking. The only thing that I laughed at was the cops. The one cop just kept walking out of the room, being, he's flailing again. He's <laughs> flailing again. And fucking, you just heard him, like, fucking moving around in the fucking room. Trying to get out of the bed. But yeah, like, fucking, like, he went to the extent from what I heard going on. He went to a bar, he was all fucked up on pills or whatever. And uh, supposedly, he le- he left the bar, but he left his pills or whatever on the fucking thing. The bartender threw the fucking pills away. So he needed fucking pills or whatever. And he tried going into a pharmacy with, like, uh, just a piece of paper or something like that, trying to get, like, a prescription. Like, he didn't even fucking, like, try, to like, anything. Like, he just literally wrote down, like, this is from my doctor. He didn't have any, like, the pads left. Yeah. He said it was okay. Like believable. like you just bring in like a white line piece of paper and then just sign it and just be like yeah he said i could have like hundred fifty pills and then he got pissed off at the pharmacist and whatever and then they call the fucking cops but the extent that these people will go to oh yeah the extent oh, like yeah. i could never imagine doing that like walking into a pharmacy handing the pharmacist and a just dope. having just handing just like a, me looking at it and just me being the pharmacist just being like This is fucking written on like notebook paper. Like, what are you doing? Like, are you fucking out of your fucking mind? On a cocktail
1: napkin. What the fuck?
0: (laughs) Like Jesus fucking Christ! Like, you're still holding the pen that you wrote this in. Like, the pen is tucked in your shirt neatly. (laughs) And not even that. Like, I'm just imagining like the pharmacist being like, "There's no date on this," and the guy just taking out the pen and just be like, "Oh, I forgot Uh, to put that in." Yeah, shit. What's (laughs) today's date? Oh yeah, I forgot to write down the milligrams. Unfucking believable. Everyone, the whole world is just getting fucking dumber. The whole world is just getting fucking dumber, and the best part is, I think we're supposed to be getting smarter. Yeah. Supposedly. I think we're supposed to be getting smarter, but it looks like... Allegedly. (laughs) I mean, I I can't really talk, but,
1: you know, yeah, it's fucking... These people, so many people are fucking nuts,
0: and it's just out out of control with that shit. But yeah, um... But I can understand the whole presidency thing, like where he, like in the beginning when he fucking got elected and he was doing that whole program with the opioid thing and fucking, and then all of a sudden you had all the fucking people, I mean that really needed it, like that I can understand, like the fucking older people that have like problems or even like you, like but you don't take fucking pain no. medication. I'm um, should you be taking pain medication no. or you just don't? I just don't. I've I've had doctors ask me, tell me like, oh I can give you them, no. <sighs> No, I'm good. I remember yeah. the one time I went in and they were just actually I d I don't know if it's because I, I was of the white Caucasian mm. like persuasion. The, the, but they like they offered it to me and I was just like, No, that's not what I came in for. <laughs> like, can you find out what the fuck is wrong with me? Like the reason I came in is just yeah. Doctor Liddy like it was a drug dealer. Like yeah. he was just like, listen, I can I we can give you- I can you, give you like twenty <clears throat> oxygen if you want. I'm like, <laughs> but that's not what I came in for. Yeah. Like I'm not in pain that much. Like I have a problem with this. Like, what's going on with that? He, well, I don't know what's going on with that. But I can give you like three or four. But like, I can give you these and, you know, they'll, they'll help with that. And, and I, I remember I fucking turned him away. I'm like, just get away from me. I'm like, just get uh, That's it. I'm like, can I leave? Can I fucking leave? I'm like, I don't want that shit. Just, uh, uh, are you sure? Because, you know, it might help. All right. So, and then like, he's telling me, he's like, I can only give you like four or five. Like, are you literally just fucking like trying to get me out of here? Just be like, here, take two of these. You're going to feel me. fine for the next couple of days. Then maybe you'll be back in, like, next week, and we'll just give you something fucking when, more. Yeah, when nothing, you know... That's what now I love that, when about you're that. hooked, when, once you're hooked,
1: you're like a drug dealer. We'll give you, like, two now, three now, and then, like, two weeks when you need more, you come back in, we'll give you a little more. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a fucking... They're like drug dealer sometimes. Um, but no, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I need to take a sip. So... Yeah, we're moving on to a new a new area, new facility. We already said that. twice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> fucking. All right. Um, so
0: wait for so for Christmas. So uh, Christmas. since we haven't done anything for Christmas, um, uh, well, Christmas slash like everything, um, I did get Mister Black. I got him uh, a fucking microphone, podcasting microphone. Yes, I got my own mic. That's how I recorded the Fridays. The Black New Year episode. Which it fucking it did sound fucking good. I listened to it and the fucking mic sounded good and everything like that. It actually turned into one of those situations where I bought a gift for someone and then witnessed it in use and was just like, Now I need one. Fuck. Fuck. I need to go back and get one for myself. Because I really did listen. It came in fucking crisp and clean and everything like that. And I was just, I was literally sitting there and I was just like, why didn't I buy one for myself? I, I, I was being like such a fucking. I'm like, should have picked up two. I should have fucking picked up two, and then and then I also started thinking too. I, I was looking at other shit too. I was just like, and I should have fucking bought that and blah blah blah, etc. Um, but so yeah, so that Christmas came and gone. Fucking Baham, thank God it's fucking over. <laughs> New Year's, <clears throat> and then <clears throat> New Year's fucking came. Um, I went up north. And Mr. Black had uh, his fucking party. It was Mrs. Black's birthday. Um, Everything like that. And you had a bunch of fucking leftover food. Yep, because we only had three people show up. Jesus fucking (laughs)
1: Christ. (laughs) Well, it was uh, certain people, like they had... um, Like, well, you had to go up north. Um, uh, Somebody else had... Actually, two other people had children that they had to take care of because they were just being... Uh, very rambunctious, and they would not um, listen to their babysitter. Um, other people just fucking uh, somebody had a family obligation they had to deal with, uh,
0: which really pissed them off. And you know what, though, it's speaking of like going like up north and everything like that for like New Year's and um, like all the other fucking shit, uh, getting back, uh, just I had to do the fucking thing. Well, I'm I'm doing the thing. Well, Mr. Black, obviously. I had to do it in person with everyone. I had to tell... Yes, you had to go... I had to go... House to house. I had to. I couldn't... Like Santa Claus. And you want to know why? It wasn't... It was not only the respect of like telling each one of like my friends that I actually fucking did this and like, you know, like they're going to be part of this day and everything like that. I also wanted to get the reactions in person and just fucking... Like I remember like I told Nikki and uh, actually, you know, the funny thing with Nikki was is I called him... To fucking tell him that I was coming up to him. And this was for the engagement. And uh, you know, like he did the thing where he was just like, alright, he's like, but I have to tell you something. And now this is over the phone. So and keep in mind, even when he said this, I was still didn't say anything. But this is not a lie, this is not a fucking joke, this is not scripted, nothing. Nikki's wife, T. I'm on the phone with him, and I'm just like, listen, I gotta come up and see I'm gonna come up and see you, blah blah blah, spend the night. And, uh, he was, I was like, and I got news and I, I had to do the thing like right away. I'm like, she's not pregnant <laughs> right away. I'm like, she's not pregnant. I'm like, don't worry. I need nothing about that. He's just like, I got to tell you, he's like, uh, Tony woke up the other morning and this is not a joke. He woke up like the other morning and she just like, she was telling me, she was like, she had a dream, not necessarily that you were engaged, but like, it was like a marriage sort of like situation. Like we were going somewhere I literally just fucking sat there and I was just like, you gotta be fucking shitting me. Like, there's no fucking way. Because I didn't fucking... I didn't even know I was going to do it until, like, the moment I fucking did it. Mm-hmm. So, that kind of got destroyed with that. I actually went up, I told Mikey. And when Mikey just did the thing, he was just like... Because <laughs> he's been married and he, just the way he is, like, with his wife... And the way that they are, like they, they love each other so much, but Mikey's like that joking around thing like, fuck, if she wants to leave, or if, if she, there's the fucking door, like, what the fuck, that's life. So I told him, and he just did the thing, he gave me like the advice, like, oh, don't, you know, people fight, and, but you have to stay together and do all this other crap. Best part is when I went and I met Kramer. And uh, my friend Frank was also there, so I had to meet them at this place called, like, Boomberger or whatever the fuck it was called, in, uh, in Clifton. So I walk in, and... I don't know. They were drinking or whatever, and Kramer comes up to me, gives me a fucking hug, everything like that. So, says hello to Sarah. Frank meets Sarah and everything like that, and we and he's just fucking talking. He's just talking. He's just like he's one of those friends like where you don't see him for a while. He just he'll download everything that he's been doing, and I'm just trying to get it out. Like Sarah's sitting there, and like I'm just I'm trying to break like. The engagement to him, like okay, the reason I came to see you was because of this, and he just keeps fucking talking, just keeps fucking talking. Finally, I was just like, "Listen, there's a reason why I'm fucking here," and I, I was just so angry at the moment I couldn't even say it, and I was just like, and Sarah just pulled out her fucking finger and she, he saw the ring, and she was like, "You're gonna fucking married," and what did he do right away? That means I'm gonna be in a wedding. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad that this fucking news means that you're gonna be in a wedding. I literally think, like, he fucking turned around and, like, said to someone else, like, some stranger that I'd never met before, like, I'm going to be in a wedding next year, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't even think I heard a congratulations yet, but then he was just like, congratulations. Mm-hmm. But it was just those type of reactions. Like, I had to do it in person. I'm still waiting to tell. And them. my reaction? What did, did what did you say about the shovel? I said I have a shovel and enough woods and <laughs> a tree in the back of my truck. <laughs> See, it's those type of reactions that I love from the wedding party. Um, but yeah, so... Gotta I cover all your bases. I still, I still have to get in contact with Buffers in fucking Florida. And then, um, I don't know. I, I actually... I, I'm, I'm very excited. The Buffers listen to the podcast? If you listen to the podcast, he's going to find out. Actually, to tell you guys on the street, I think if he did... has I knew he did in the fucking beginning. I, I, but I think since I haven't been talking to him, I don't know. He's... He's fucking whacked out in Florida right now. I can't wait to fucking see him again and talk to him, but, um, hopefully I'm planning on going to Florida at the end of February, maybe beginning of March, and we'll shoot on fucking down there, because Miss Miles actually told me she's never been to fucking Disney World, so I was thinking about fucking making that trip, fucking drive there for a fucking day or two, um, but I am, I'm fucking excited, it's a new fucking experience, um, and of course, you know, it's 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 been interesting the last couple weeks, but uh, I don't know. I think everything's going to work out. Everything has a way. Ooh, Jesus. Everything has a fucking way of working out. Yeah, and
1: then you have situations like we joined, well, we joined a new gym. And of course, you do the whole thing. We did that last Sunday. So this Saturday, we went and you meet with the, you get a free visit with the personal trainer which I fucking you've done, love them. And
0: you've done that before,
1: though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, So we we joined the new, they opened up a brand new fucking facility over, like, close to my house and shit. And it's fucking, the facility's beautiful. It's a great place. They got a fucking pool, which is fucking awesome. I'm do- totally going to utilize that. But the fucking funny thing was, now, before we left that last Sunday, we met with the trainer who we were supposed to be meeting with for the the, you know, the fucking intro to their, like, fitness program and see if you want to sign up for it. We get there, and I talked to the guy. Here's the best part. The guy called me Friday night to verify, make sure we were still, everything was still set for Saturday morning. We get there. He's finishing up with another uh, client. So we get this other guy who comes. We find out later he's the head instructor. He was a total fucking douchebag. And literally was the individual we've talked about before. Who is this condescending? The way he talks, he's just condescending. Everything you try to tell him, he comes back with, "Well, that's not the way this works. That's not the way that things work." And it's like, wait a second, dude. I've done this before. I've worked out before. I've I know how to work out. I'm doing this because it's a free consult to see what you guys can offer, maybe to give something a little bit different or explain what your program is a little bit better. So, literally, we got up. We were He finished his spiel. We got up to fucking leave. I had to leave before I literally hit him with a dumbbell. Because I wanted to smash his face in right on the desk. You just, you just couldn't make a new friend. No, I couldn't. You I just I couldn't. couldn't
0: do it. You just couldn't make a new nope.
1: friend. I, I couldn't. I I, I was going to make a new friend with him, his face in the dumbbell but or the desk. But no, I, I had to excuse myself. Mrs. Black finished and she walked out uh, to the truck uh, while I was waiting for her. And she says to me, I said, so tell me. Is this guy a fucking asshole? And she goes, absolutely. But she's the nice one who won't... <clears throat> You know she'll let them finish everything, and then she'll be like, "No, he was a he was pushy, he was a dick." And I'm like, "This is why we're married. <laughs> this is why we're married." <clears throat> but no, um, so yeah, so that's my fucking um, that's routine. I'm gonna try to get back into is is fucking hitting the gym, but now I got a pool and so swimming's the best thing you can fucking swimming, do. For your body. I fucking love to swim and. That's fucking one of the things where... That was the only reason we we actually signed up with that gym was because of the fucking pool. Um, and a couple of the classes. Like, I actually want to take uh, yoga classes. No fucking way. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. No, I... I've, I've, I did... I, when hey, to each when you they look? had the... Like, um, now, everybody remembers the fucking Nintendo Wii. Oh, yeah. They came that? out with the Nintendo Wii Fit. My favorite thing to do with that was... Um, that program was the yoga fucking board with the board. Yeah. Yeah. You do the yoga with the board and they had a mat and everything and it was a great way to keep track of things. I have, I mean, I have a fit, I wear a Fitbit, so I keep track of everything, like my steps and all that shit. But I also have options on here where I basically have programmed it to tell me to get the fuck up and start walking around. (laughs) <laughs> uh so it goes off like every fucking 25 isn't that, minutes.
0: Isn't that great fucking technology? Yeah. Like listen, you fat fuck get, the, get fuck the fuck up, up, up and, s- and at least move. At least fucking walk to the fucking like car. Just pretend that you left something in it. Just fucking do something. Just get up and fucking walk. Can you program like a voice in there that I I wish should... I could, but probably in later models. Time to will... get up, motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. You fucking been... move asshole. You've been sitting down playing video games <laughs> for the last 6 hours. Fucking put it on pause and get a piece of fucking
1: fruit. Yeah, video. speaking of video games, I did get turned on on a new game, uh, fucking The Outer Worlds. The it's fuck? like Fallout in space. Really? Yeah, it's pretty fucking wild. So, um, I've put like... What is that on PS? Or? It's on the Xbox. Oh, it is? It's on the Gamer Pass for the Xbox.
0: Oh, it's on the Game Pass. Yep. Oh, So, man. if you have
1: the Gamer Pass, you can actually get The Outer Worlds. It's actually pretty good. I'm about... I think I'm halfway through it. I really don't know how to judge where I am. Um, but, like, they have, like, cool fucking shit. You're, the storyline's pretty cool. It's almost like that Fallout-esque thing where you're in, like, a hibernation sleep and all that shit. Um, so it's it's a, it's a very interesting
0: game. The fucking gameplay's good. The dialogue's good. The storyline's good. Um, That's what, you know, and, and just speaking of, like, the video games, like... I really want fucking more people i to, to fucking realize me and Brian. Yes, we do play multiplayer video games yes. and everything like that. Like, uh, I'm on Xbox. You have both. I have I have Xbox, uh, you, yeah, PC, uh, Nintendo Switch, and um, PlayStation. Like, I'm just the Xbox person, and my screen, my mm. fucking username is Drug D R U G G E D. If you guys are ever fucking on, fucking shoot me a fucking friend request. Yeah, I'm actually
1: gonna be linking the. uh, I got to figure out how to do it the right way, but I can put the the gamer tags up on the website. See that that would be fucking awesome because
0: that that's a whole fucking new level of fucking. I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna link
1: those so that we have those up. but yeah, I do... Uh, like, we
0: do do everything. Like, yeah. pretty much. Like, fucking... The- like, I'm, I'm
1: big into a lot of racing games. Uh, so, like, right now, I... On the Xbox, besides this single-player shit, um, I am playing Horizon Forza 4.
0: Um... Which I so. think I have, so maybe I'll re-download it. because that—that yeah. was seriously one of those fucking games, like where I started playing it, but then like other games came out, and it was just like all your storage is starting mm-hmm. to fucking dissipate, and I was just, like, yeah. So I—that's I the other thing I was this. looking at too,
1: because that's one game I haven't deleted. I've deleted a lot of other shit but i have to get the hard drive for the fucking xbox.
0: You know what fucking game i'm really pissed off that i got out of that i was really i was really fucking good at it was GTA 5 online. Mm-hmm. Did you play that? Yeah, i have
1: fucking i have a gigantic empire on my ps4. It's I'm
0: like dude, like so. seriously, like fucking like i i remember coming home. And this is actually, yeah, I, I was fucking single. I was single at the time. I remember fucking coming home, and that was like my go-to. Was just Go like, online
1: and start just fucking, fucking stealing shit and doing heists.
0: Oh, my God. The fuck, when, when the heist came mm-hmm. out, holy fucking shit. Like, that's. Since I have, since I have, the, and I, I got a really
1: good deal with the Gamer Pass and shit through Xbox and Amazon, um, I actually might pick. I, I downloaded it uh, again because it's on the Gamer Pass right now. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5, so I'm going to see, I'm going to start fucking around with that, um, but on the PlayStation, I have like a fucking gigantic fucking business empire, Well, see, so, and I so, remember
0: like I fucking had like garages, and yeah. like all this other shit, I have shit. like
1: two different apartments, fucking like three garages of like 18 cars, and I was
0: actually working on going towards you can get the fucking cruise ship, or the oh, fucking I'm, I'm, yacht, dude, I'm working on fucking, I have a bunker. in the game they have bunkers now oh yeah I haven't played no seriously I haven't fucking played it in a very very long time dude there's
1: one part you can get an orbital strike Jesus fucking so you can put out a hit on somebody in the game and use the orbital cannon you have access to (laughs) but you have to complete a heist and I'm on that heist and I'm stuck because fucking assholes that I try to join matches with either fuck up or they don't fucking finish like
0: they'll drop out like right at the last part of
1: it and, and then you, you gotta, gotta wait.
0: Too. and I fucking hate that shit. So that's why I always played with like a group of friends, like yeah. We all fucking knew like that, and we actually had like those scheduled fucking times mm-hmm. where like fucking we're playing at seven, and then all of a sudden you fucking realize it's three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Like,
1: and I was like last night. Now I I unlocked in, in Horizon. I got I got the uh, the Willy's Jeep, the fucking army looking Jeep. Oh, yeah. So what I was doing last night is after I unlocked that, I went in. And I pulled up the pictures of the original Jurassic Park fucking Jeep. The Rangers Jeep. I'm actually fucking trying to do all the vinyl to look like the fucking... I got the paint matched. Now I'm trying to do all the vinyl and shit to make the stripes match. And the fucking... I'm actually working on the hood logo right now. So, that's... It's 3 o'clock in the morning. I looked at the time last night. It was like, oh, fuck. It's like quarter to three. I'm like, um... Yeah, we gotta fucking
0: get some sleep. Uh, um, uh I'm fucking. T- I swear to God, like I remember fucking sitting there with them. And the best part was, is like the people like that I played with. A lot of them didn't like. It's either they didn't work, or like they just like they had off the next day. Like I work consistently, like Monday yeah. through Friday. So a lot of the kids I played with were like, oh, I don't have to go in until eleven tomorrow, mm-hmm. or I don't have work at all, or blah blah blah, et cetera. So I would literally be sitting there, like the asshole, just being like, guys, it's uh. It's fucking 2 o'clock in the morning on a fucking Tuesday night. Like, I need to go to bed. I have to wake up at fucking 6.30, 7 o'clock. Yeah. And then I'd get the shit. Be like, oh, what a fucking pussy you are. And, but but I'm, What time do you fucking wake up? Well, that's what
1: I used to do when I worked, 11. I worked at FedEx, and I was playing... I used to play Star Wars Galaxies, and I got Mrs. Black into it, too. I used to get off of work. I missed that fucking game. I used to get off of work at like fucking like 12.30 at night. I would drive home, and I would log in... And I would play from like fucking one o'clock in the morning until like fucking six thirty am like I would hear my parents get up for work.
0: Oh and I'd be like I remember Fuck, that when I was in I gotta high go school. to sleep. I remember that when I was in high school when the 360 fucking first mm-hmm. came out. I remember that shit. Like my father, like, I would hear that what I actually heard, it was not even him getting up. The bathroom was right next to my ba- uh, fucking bedroom. And the, the house was old, so it had, like, those old pipes. Mm-hmm. So I'd literally be playing and then just hear, like, the fucking pipes go on and be like, oh, my God, there's no way. It's this fucking early yeah. in the fucking morning. Like, And then I would be sitting there just being like, I can only get, like, 45 minutes worth of sleep right now. That's it. Yeah. I'm getting 45 maybe good minutes of fucking REM sleep. Yeah. And, like, I turn off the Xbox and then just fucking lay down. But the thing was, after playing all those hours, I was so hyped up. That was during the Halo days when Mm -hmm. Halo 2 fucking came out and the multiplayer and everything like that. Just sitting up with all my fucking friends and we'd all sit there. And the best part was, though, is that uh, my father never fucking did anything like this. Like, he never knocked on the door and be like, are you still fucking playing that? Because it was only me and my pops. Yeah. But my friends that had like the mothers or whatever, you would hear them over the headset being like, It's fucking two thirty in the morning, you're still fucking awake playing this and they would just hear, yeah. Guys, I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta go. Sorry. I was like Call of Duty was it was great because I used
1: to play I gotta um, go. We used to we used to start fucking like Call of Duty matches at like uh let's see the comic shop closed at like eleven o'clock. Um, they would get home at like around eleven thirty. So we would all be on by, like, 11.45, and we'd be, we, like, me and and Fitz, we would already be on playing with, like, like in, his co-workers, with <clears throat> one of his other co-workers, and then we would get, like, we had a guy named Jarhead that played with us, who was a fucking douchebag. Um, <laughs> you just, gotta have a, one of those. You have to have one them. of those, and it would be funny, because, like, now the guys from the comic shop would get on, and they'd be like, alright, let's all fucking get in a group, And we're going to jump into a match. And then we would jump into a match where we would always make sure we had one extra person. So this way, what happened was Jarhead would usually end up on the other fucking team. Oh, you did say this before. Yeah. And we would fucking, we would specifically go out of our ways just to fuck with him because he was that fucking annoying. And we used to have fucking fun with it. When we go into free for all, we would, we figured out a way that you could pull people into a free for all. And we would do that too is where you go in there, one guy goes in and you God, clear the you're fucking room. Making me
0: want to fucking play. The man. minute a
1: guy drops out, you fucking invite him in real fast, he jumps in the match, and that's how you do it. Is once people realize that you've taken over that match, then they fucking just drop out and
0: we were able to get all our buddies in. I like the one fucking friend and not to just like to I mean, you know what, fuck that. We could talk about fucking video games. Fuck this. I loved fucking playing, and at the time I got pissed off, I remember getting, now it's a fucking video game, I look back on it now and go, I can't believe we actually all got pissed off at stupid shit like that, Mm -hmm. but we had like the one friend that would always be like, I'm gonna be like the sniper, or something like that, but then after like five minutes, like we would have game plans and just be like, alright, you're gonna go up here and just stay there, like you wanted to be the sniper... You're, we're going to go in and we probably like, capture the flag, like with Halo mm-hmm. and everything like that. Like, I'm going to come running down this aisle with the flag, so you need to snipe out anyone that's coming behind me. That one friend, I'm not even going to fucking say who it was, just only because it'll just bring back m- bad memories. But he would be the guy and be like, Yeah, I'll go sit up there for five minutes. But then when nothing was happening, like I remember being like the character and like holding the flag and running down the game path. Like this, you is where and you can't shoot
1: with that, which is and great. You can't
0: fucking shoot and just being like, <laughs> all right, this is where I'm fucking running. And then all of a sudden, you just hear that person that's supposed to be the sniper just being like, "Yeah, I'm coming in around the right." It's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're supposed to be up there, fucking like, why are you You're down supposed here? To be playing
1: Overwatch. What the fuck are you doing, like, Why
0: the fuck are you down here? And it's just like, oh, I got bored. And it's like that wasn't a fucking game. You always had that one fucking friend that sat there and was just like, I'm the best sniper. I'm the guy yeah. ba- I could no scope fucking all this other shit and fucking just it just brag and then all of a sudden you're bringing the flag back and you see him right next to you and it's just like what the fuck are you doing down here like get back to you. you definitely cannot strategize at all he was just the person where if he wasn't in the action after like 35 fucking seconds he was all over the place yeah and then it would did he would actually be the person that you'd have to go and save be like oh they're on top of me like well fuck you you didn't follow what the fuck you're yeah. we saying yeah, see, you that to... was
1: my uh. my big thing was I liked to fucking snipe. And I would we'd start playing, and it was funny because everybody would say to me, too, they would be like, Brian, still here? Yeah. Fuck your quiet. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, uh, yeah, I'm fucking keeping, make sure your asses are all still alive. And that's what I would do is I would find a spot, I would fucking lay my claymores down, and I would fucking pick off people. And they'd be shocked that like your fucking kill death ratio is like fucking ridiculous. You'd be like fifteen and like one. Other guys are like thirty five one. I'm like yeah, I'm fifteen and one. But when fucking you were needed somebody to fucking cover your ass, I was fucking there. And I would do cross map shots, which used to fucking bug people. Oh, I d- I d- actually you know I what? used to fucking cross- <laughs> I did like
0: the Ascension and Halo. I used to yeah. do that. I actually remember the fucking map name. Yeah. It was Ascension and Halo. I used to. No, fucking I used be able to, to cross
1: fucking the jungle, the jungle map on Call of Duty, there's one spot where you can actually see the whole fucking map, except for the left-hand side, because it goes around the back of the fucking cliff face, I would sit there, and I could pick people up, and there's only two ways to get there, you can get there from the fucking, when you first start, it's the first team's base, you come in from the fucking right, or you gotta come out the back, and you follow that whole path around. And there's only fucking two spots to come in at. There was one at the far side where you could basically backtrack all the way around or there was one in the middle of the map. And I used to scope people from that and I used to fucking take people out. And I had people who'd curse me the fuck out because I would do it. And the kill cam would be great. I would shoot them they're like, where the fuck are you shooting <laughs> me from? And I'm like, oh, I used to lump in that? the fucking nest where i am been sitting the entire fucking game. And people get fucking pissed off. But it's fucking hilarious, too, because GTA, fuck, GTA was great because fucking there was no real sniping in that. You did people who tried to do it. Um, But no, that's fucking open world,
0: and there's no fucking way around that. I actually, you know what, though? Speaking of the GTA thing and the sniping shit, I did have, I actually had a nemesis. In my fucking like little world, for some odd reason, we always end up in the same fucking like world, like same servers and everything like that. This motherfucker, I actually give him credit. He was a good fucking sniper, but he did the thing every time I came out of my building. He was always fucking there. I I would literally pull out of my garage and then fucking be dead like in a second. Like this guy had such a personal vendetta to me. Like I could now just I had a guy, I had a guy like that. I did for like forty five minutes one day. Um, but, but seriously though picture me saying that I couldn't come out of my virtual reality house <laughs> without, without getting killed man. without getting killed like to the point like where I would have to literally take my name out of the server with all my friends in it mm-hmm. only because I wanted to do like other things like go buy like cars yeah. and I seriously I would walk <sighs> out I would wait an hour and then sign back into like their party I would walk out. Fucking dead and just fucking body. Sitting there on waiting for you. I would seriously get so upset. I actually think I remember like begging the guy, like, please, like, what do you need? Like, what can I do that you'll stop? Yeah, what's like personally need? waiting for me to fucking walk out of my virtual reality building to fucking kill me?
1: I had a guy like that who could follow me around. and kept trying to steal the damn car I had because I have my one car in GTA is modified. Still fucking the one that looks like the charger the old oh, yeah. Charger. Mm-hmm. So I fucking completely modded that thing out. It's completely tricked out. It's oh, got the fucking I forgot what the knee cappers, it's got the fucking the big engine on the front. This motherfucker kept trying to steal my car. I fucking and we would go back and forth. So what I would do is I actually installed the fucking bomb on it the one time. And I fucking pulled out, I left the car outside and I was waiting for him. The minute he got in it and fucking drove away, I fucking
0: detonated that bitch. And I fucking was like, "Yeah, what now, motherfucker?" <laughs> Do you remember the fucking glitch that happened years ago, where everyone got like sixty million dollars mm-hmm. and everything like that? Yeah. And fucking all of a sudden, I remembered my one friend, uh, Gallo. Okay. Um, I literally signed in, and this was like after maybe like two weeks. Is when Grand Theft Auto just the multiplier just mm-hmm. came out. I remember signing in, and he was just like, "Dude, you have to sign in right away before they take this shit away." I'm yeah. like, "What?" It's like, dude, I signed in. I had like $70 million, whatever. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It's like, yeah, supposedly it's like a thing that's going around GTA. Someone hacked something where everyone has all this money. So it's like, fuck, I'm going to sign in. I signed in. I had like ninety six like million million. So I remember I did, fucking did my virtual reality fucking house. I walked out. I'm like, oh, my God, I have all this fucking money. All I saw and this, what, what was it, it's like 24 players, uh, yeah. 48, whatever the fuck it is, how many players are allowed in one mm-hmm. world at the time, all I saw were fucking rhino tanks, mm-hmm. fucking driving around, I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, there's just, everyone's in a fucking tank, there's one kid flying a fucking jet, <laughs> there yeah. oh my god, and I'm just like, fuck that, I guess I'm gonna fucking buy it, for the next like three or four weeks before they fucking finally fixed it and took everything away. Dude, every match was just fucking tanks versus fucking jets mm-hmm. fucking versus, like, infinite fucking, like, ammo. People running in, get fucking getting body armored, just running out, getting shot. Oh, my fucking God. But I remember that. I remember walking out as my character, and I just seeing two tanks just fucking, like, drive by. I'm like, when the fuck did people start buying fucking tanks? And then I just realized that that glitch, you were able to buy whatever the fuck you mm-hmm. wanted. People were driving fucking, like, yachts and everything, like, on the fucking, like, oceanfront and shit. Yeah. It was the fucking best fucking thing I've ever fucking seen. I was actually really disappointed when they fixed that fucking glitch, cause I remember signing in the one day, just being like, "My Harrier jet's not gonna be there today." And then I did the fucking thing. I had my own hangar and everything mm-hmm. like that. Oh, yep. good old days. Yeah, I just went on and fucking spent
1: it on guns. I just went on and fucking. I, just, I I literally bought gun a lot, a shitload of guns. Like right now, I think I have. It's good that we could talk um, about this. Yeah, I have a bunker. I have one of the armored person, uh, the armored tractor trailers, mm. the fucking mobile base. I haven't played it since that oh shit came out. There's fucking so I have an airport. I have a hangar. I have a fucking bunker. I have two. I think I have two bunkers now. Um, I have two high rises. I have like fucking eighteen cars, and I have like four, three or four motorcycles.
0: <laughs>. I really um, need to get fucking back um, into
1: that. Yeah, because I'm fucking syndicate. I have all that shit, so I go on and do the fucking headhunter missions. It's quick cash, but yeah, I mean, fucking, I mean, Fortnite is F- Fortnite's another fucking game where people go fucking ape shit over. I I've never played. I, see, I've, I've never fucking I've only played Fortnite. Played, I played Fortnite a little bit, but every match I get into for some reason never before g- they changed it, I was fucking. I've gotten into matches where I was like the last person there. Because I figured out the method to it. If you could hide. If you could figure out the, the way the thing closes. You could actually outlast people. So I actually in the old map. I actually found a couple times I got in there. Where there's it used to spawn on this. The eye of the storm used to go to this mansion. Where you could basically wall yourself up. In this cave underneath this fucking house. And survive. And I did that a couple times. Which is fucking great. But. Um, I bought the uh, the Founders Pack, which when it was on sale was like twenty bucks, because it gives you the single player mode. I didn't even know there was a fucking. Single There's player. a single player mode that they haven't released to the public yet, but like when they supposedly when it releases when they finish it, it's gonna be. And we, I was like, dude, you fucking haven't finished the game in fucking I don't know, like three years now. You're never gonna get to fucking publish this. Uh, it, that's kind of like Ark, isn't it? Fucking Ark. Yeah, Ark is a weird game, too. I actually... I tried fucking playing that. I tried
0: playing on the Xbox. I, I didn't understand it, and literally... Um, it took me a while to understand, but the weird part about that fucking game... After I understood it... Like, I was... Tr- you ever play something to, like, where you, like you're trying to figure out what the fuck the point is? Yeah. And it's interesting while you're learning to figure out the point, but then when the point is actually fucking understood... That's when I was just like this is what I've been fucking working towards like this is all I'm doing like I'm just building a fucking hut that's going to turn into something and then I'm I'm a plan I'm a planning this shit so it grows and I'm like this is like work like, what the fuck like I'm not playing that and then like other people are like my raptor egg is fucking about to hatch and all this I'm like so it's kind of like life You're, you have a kid or fucking like a pet that's uh-huh. a like, where is... I, I I don't know. To me, there was no fucking, like, action. Like, until, like... Uh, I was playing with, like, some kiddies. Like, there's a clan that wants to come in and fucking, like, tear, tear us down and take all of our shit. I was just like, ah, I, I don't know. I'm more... I, then I started to realize... Like, because that's when ARK first came out. Like, the trial thing. I sort of realized more and more, like, I need to play something that has a storyline. Yeah. I, I need to ever, follow like, a story.
1: I tried playing Arc on the Xbox, and I got told... uh play it on the PC it's a lot better and then I was like I tried playing on the PC on one of the trials and I was like I honestly don't fucking get it I no, was no, like no. they basically took like Minecraft exactly. and Fall and um, a bunch of different and night and Fallout. Fortnite and then just dinosaurs in. I was like, okay, that's fucking great. But then you could put like shit on the dinosaurs, and the, yeah, the, you could put like fucking cannons and shit on the dinosaurs, and fucking make them like mobile fucking tanks and shit. And, I don't know. I
0: just I, I, I didn't I didn't fucking get it. I, and I, I literally, and that's the best part. Like once I realized the point, yeah, yeah. that's when yeah, I stopped. It. And it took me fucking a while too. I was just like, all right, I need to do this <laughs> in order for this to happen. I need to do this. And it was interesting learning it, but then once I fucking learned people it... people who play It's like fucking, like, learning, like, I don't know, like, geometry or, like, whatever. It's just, like, it's fucking interesting, <laughs> like, while you're learning it. And then you just fucking realize, I'm never going to use this shit. I'm never going to use this shit later in life. Well, it's like, I, I mean, like, I said, I pl- I like to play Minecraft occasionally. Where I just sit there and I'll fucking make fucking, like, weird shit. I see, that's so. another fucking game I could not fucking get into. Like, I started doing it. I'm just like, alright, I get it. I have to do this. I have to do that. I was just like, no. I'm like, I'd rather. I, I don't know. For some reason, I need a storyline. I glitched. I glitched Minecraft out. So I did it even on the console. Like I need like it's a, a perfect example. Like we talked about, like Resident Evil or like yeah. Kingdom Hearts or fucking anything. It's something. Give me a fucking storyline where the the it's the game is gonna start. I need to be playing like a movie. That's like what it is. Well, that's like said.
1: The the outer worlds is kind of like it's Fallout in space. Is the way it was p- pitched to me. And I started playing it, I'm like, yeah, this is fucking just like the like Fallout New Vegas. And you gotta do this, this, and this, which is fucking great. And you have missions and side missions and then uh coalition missions, which are are hilarious. Um, just because of some of the shit you have to do. Like I had to go fucking kill this guy who owned a fucking swine factory. <laughs> swine factory. Yeah. Swine you had factory. options to either kill these, like, fucking pigs. They're called cyst pigs. Or you could kill him. I'm like, oh, I'll just fucking go kill him. So I went and fucking killed the guy. I didn't realize I also sabotaged the factory until <laughs> I was doing it. So, but it's, like, funny because... Decisions, decisions. Yes, yeah. It's like, eh, tomato,
0: tomato. But, so... But, uh... All right, so let's uh, we're we're an hour and twenty five fucking minutes. Yep. Um, all right, so we're we're not on what we're gonna try to do. Uh, we're gonna try to do something new with fucking iTunes. Um, hopefully, it fucking works. Um, I brought the idea up to Brian uh, last week. Um, I really wanted. I really want to get back on iTunes. Uh, they were really good from when I was on it. Um, And the sponsors and everything that were coming in were fucking awesome. So we're going to try to fucking spin something on that. Um, We're on fucking... We're on Anchor. We're on
1: Spotify. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Google Play Music. Um, We are... We will hear back from Pandora in about two to three weeks because their process of making us wait is four to six weeks. Uh, so, and I did that about a week ago. So, yeah, it's about two, I should hear from about three, three weeks to, to four weeks. Uh, hear back We'll hear back from them if we're accepted to Pandora. Um, so we're on all the major platforms except for iTunes. Um, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Anchor, .fm, um, Spotify, Google Play Music, and... Uh, Yeah, we're going to try to be on iTunes and we're going to try to get on Pandora. We're trying to get on Pandora. Um, We're trying to expand this. You guys have multiple platforms to listen to us on. Um, Anything new, updates, we are going to be making some changes to the webpage. Um, Showing basically how you can reach us in other events. YouTube, our YouTube channel, the Powerline Kids podcast uh, on YouTube. We are almost up to date. I'm about... 15 episodes from us being... And Brian has been working very hard on that, and I do so appreciate I that. needed a week break because I really binged. I put up 25 episodes in probably 48 hours. So I needed a little bit of a break because I was getting a little bit of brain fry from just staring at the computer screen.
0: And we will be posting some new videos. Hopefully, I'm going to try to work with Mr. Black tonight on fucking posting one of my idiot self um, that... Uh, Kramer actually posted to his Instagram Um, I don't know I think it would be funny just to show the stupidity of the actual Powerline kids in fucking in actual real time Um, so uh, what I also want to do we're going to end this podcast and then what I'd like to do is come back and do a separate one so we're going to do two Uh, we got emails yeah we got emails so I want to end this one uh, because we're at an hour and a fucking half And then, uh, yeah, so um, this is the Powerline Kids Podcast, and with me as always, Brian Black. All right, and we are out. Late. Late.